Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. Monday. My name is Amanda Seals and this is the Amanda Seals Show. My name is Jeremy Like the Bible and this is also still the Amanda Seals Show. Yes. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. It was a good weekend. It's hot as hell in, in California. My friend was like, y'all was complaining about it being cold. Now look, it's hot. Thank you, friend. I'm like, but we didn't, we didn't say hot, hot. We was like, you know, because before it was freezing. Now my car was 106 degrees. Really? Yes. Ooh, um, and then I played tennis yesterday and my coach had asked me, do you want to switch from four o'clock to one o'clock? And I was like, what? are you trying to kill me? One o'clock. So I stayed at four o'clock and he was like, okay. Turns out apparently the hottest, what would you think is the hottest time of day? Like 12 noon, one, like midday. Apparently it's 4.30 PM. Really? Which makes no sense to me. At least in the Valley it is. So, hmm. cause like for us over here, there's mountains. Yeah. So 4.30, it actually starts to cool down because the sun is setting behind the mountains. But okay. in the valley, it's like, we still here. It's open. So I think because the sun has just been up mm-hmm. for so long, it's maybe just, I'm I'm making up science right now, but it's just like accumulating the heat and then it looks like hits I mean, that its makes culmination. Sense. That makes sense. Is it true or not? We don't know, but it makes sense. Will it be even? You got to do a whole scientific, scientific method. You got to do hypothesis. You got to test the theory. I used to hate scientific method. It made sense to me, but I was just like, why are you putting me through this? Well, did you do anything special this weekend? Um, I went to Jazz in the Park at the Lock Museum. Oh, wow. And apparently everyone in LA was there as well. Okay. Because then my friend pulled up. We said, oh, this is actual like thing. Because you know, we thought it was like a little pop Yeah. No, people were out there. It was like, we couldn't find them. We had to like squeeze in between this, like, this black couple. And he was like, yeah, I can sit right here. And it was like, oh, thank- wow. They're like, thank you for asking. You know, people don't be asking, can I just sit in front of you? I'm like, it was like, you know, it's cur- Okay. It's was it like a black thing? No, it was just uh, multicultural. Right. It's jazz. You know, I yeah. love some jazz. It's good to be. All right. How about you? Did you do anything cool or fun for the summer? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I worked. I worked and worked. And uh, I'm, I told you, Summer of Seals. So I'm just making sure that every day I get some time outside in the sun mm. by the pool. Best out. Best out. But you know what is a quick story? Uh, we found these little, they're called plaster worms that have been okay. popping up in the house. And they're like these, it's like a little, little cocoon. And then a little worm sticks out like bloop, bloop. Okay. Bloop, bloop. It's like whack-a-mole. Like bloop, bloop. And Over they just worms. like, yes. And they just like <laughs> pop up like at different places, like in like our main area oh, of the plaster house. plaster worms. Okay, plaster. Okay. Okay. I'm following. So we've been trying to figure out like where do these come from? Where do these come from? Where do these come from? And Devon was like, I think they have some, like we have like a little like display of like African drums and items like right when you walk in. Mm-hmm. He was like, I think it has something to do with over there because I keep seeing like residue that's like on the ground, but it's like coming from nowhere. So I was like, okay, let me check it out. And I figured it out today. A mask, like no, a shield, like a mini shield that I had brought back from a village in Kenya mm-hmm. has been the source of the plaster worms, y'all. It's like a little cocoon of worms. Yes! 
Mm-mm. You got international worms in your house. That is why they have customs. And I did bring <laughs> I was it through customs. Say, is that why customs? I did bring it through that? customs. So anyways, long story short, we're, we we got it out of there. Defund customs. That's how you know the difference between us and age. Like, you're like, I went to Jazz in the Park. I'm like, I discovered the source of plaster worms. Maybe I will get back to the point of the women that you sat next to. Like the old head black folks, they be mm-hmm. going out. I'm not there yet. It was, we definitely saw like a, old, like a group of old people, like a old black people. It was like, look at them. That's the best that's the best reason to go to those events. I was like, we love that. So what do we have coming up today? What do we love about today? We have a lot coming up today. So later in the show, we're going to talk about Carly, Carly Russell, who was found alive days after vanishing on a highway in Alabama. We're also going to talk about the first city in the country to keep their promise to pay reparations to black residents. And we have our big up let down, of course. And with this hour, we have 60 second headlines. And we're going to talk about the actors in Hollywood who joined the screen um, writers by striking. And songwriters could be next, Amanda. And, you know, also Joe Biden, he, he forgave some student loans. Some of them. Some. So we got to update on that But as we'll, we'll explain. And I mean, honestly, I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm mad because I'm not a part of this group, but. Are you sure? I ain't got an email yet, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk, we're gonna about, talk it. about it. All right. Well, we're going to get into that and all. Stay connected with us on socials at Seal Said It. Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Talk about any of our topics or maybe you need some advice. Give us a ring. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's jump into some Black Herd news. Let's do it. So the Biden administrator announced this past Friday that it would automatically forgive $39 billion in student debt for 804,000 borrowers. So the relief is a result of fixes to the student loan system's income-driven repay- repayment plans. So under those repayment plans, borrowers get any remaining debt canceled by the government as they have made payments for 20 or 25 years, depending on what they borrow in their loan and their type, according to the Biden administration in the past, many payments that should have moved borrowers closer to being debt free were not accounted for. Um, and the U.S. U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona said in a statement, "Far too long, borrowers fell through the cracks of a broken system that fails to keep accurate track of their progress towards forgiveness." So this is literally just like a, it's like a secretarial, it's like an administrative error that mm-hmm. was causing this. I'm assuming, like, just the way like the system is set, you know, like, um. Loans are like are like um, interest based too. They yes. Interest rate. So you like, you might be paying your uh, principal, <laughs> but, yes. your, 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 but your interest, interest keeps growing. growing. But it sounded like in this, they're like, yeah, like people made payments mm-hmm. that weren't accounted for. Right. They aren't tracking, and they the aren't progress. tracking improperly. And so like they had like a. It sounds like they had like faulty systems. Mm-hmm. But when they said faulty systems, I thought they meant like you know like the system is faulty. And they're like, no, no, like it's technically oh, like, like, like it's, the man, the system. yeah, the system. Gotcha. They're like. No, like the coding is wrong. Like the server crashed. Mm -hmm. So nonetheless, still bringing us closer to people getting loans Mm -hmm. cleared outright. Mm -hmm. I think what we're seeing, though, is that it's incremental change, which is frustrating for all of us because we're like, why does it have to be incremental? Why can't they just boom, hit the gavel and make it happen? But we all know that this is America where they act like they can't. But well, they did hit the gavel. They hit the gavel in the opposite direction, though. They were like, we're not doing it. <laughs> Touche. They hit the gavel. Um, the announcement, you know, comes after the Supreme Court struck down Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness, which could have helped relieve 37 million people. 30, how, how 37 many? million people in <laughs> contrast to the 804,000 borrowers, borrowers that would be helped with this um, relief. I will say it feels like 
the Biden administration is trying to figure out a win. And somehow in the student loan department, they're like, what can we do? So to that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you feel like, because I know saw, I saw people being like, they've been playing with us this whole mm-hmm. time. They was never going to clear anybody's student loans. But if I've been paying my loan for 20, 25 years and I just found out that I don't got to pay it no more, like th- th- that's yes, a win. That's a win. And I think too, I think, I don't want to say like they tried to like set us up. I think in America, to your point earlier, the path to victory isn't always like well, it's never straight. It's never straight. It's not. Like, it's not. It's not a relay race. It's very much like oh, there are hurdles. You gotta go out the track, go around the building, come back. They run, th- swim, th- swim through a lake. It's a triathlon, right. literally. Um, and and along that, along the um ride, you have conservatives and Supreme Court that are like, no, never gonna happen because the government should never do anything to help the constituencies that continuously pay taxes to the government in order for it to be able to use that money to do things for corporations and people that actually aren't paying taxes. Let me just remind you of that. The government, as it runs by Republican standards at this point, believes that even though the citizens of America are paying taxes Mm -hmm. into the government, which creates the budget from which the government creates its legislation, mm-hmm. its implementations of um, infrastructural changes, of programs, etc. Even though we're paying taxes into that budget, none of those things should ever actually help the people who are paying the taxes. Mm-hmm. That is what the Republican belief as it stands today is. Keep that in mind when you're voting. We're going to keep going right here at the Amanda Seals Show. We've got uh, more for you. Do you guys have student loans? <laughs> Like, how's it been paying your loans? Have you had to have defer? Has it put you in a bad situation with your credit? What's been your experience? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And if you did get to pay off your loans, man, call us up and celebrate with us so we can give you a whole situation. We can hit hit you with a... <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. We got more Black Girl News. We do. We're going to move over to Hollywood, Amanda, because leaders of the Hollywood Actors Union SAG after a voted last Thursday to join screenwriters in the first joint strike in more than six decades, shutting down production across the entertainment industry after talks for new contracts with studios and streaming services broke down. Um, it's the first strikes for actors in film and television since 1980, Amanda. 1980. It's the first time that the two major um, unions have been on strike at the same time since 1960. Um, the stakes of the negotiations included both base and residual pay, which actors have been seen have been undercut by inflation in the streaming ecosystem, benefits, and a threat of unregulated use of AI, artificial intelligence. So SGA, I mean SAG um, president Fran Drescher actually explained this. We have some audio of her talking about it. The entire business model has been changed by streaming, digital, AI. This is a moment of history that is a moment of truth. If we don't stand tall right now, we are all going to be in trouble. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines and big business. Who cares more about Wall Street than you and your family? And that's how she became the nanny. Listen, so... I wanted to um, talk about like they were saying that residual pay is also an issue mm-hmm. because when streaming came into play, nothing changed. So right. that's also we didn't play my favorite part of the speech where she was like, are we going to keep moving uh, oh, yeah. furniture around on the Titanic? Like this is pointless. I'm going to steal that. That was that was a good metaphor. That was a great one. You know, what she's talking about is the fact that 
really the executives in Hollywood who are the people that are running these companies that have the money. They are then creating shows. They're allowing shows to get made, Mm -hmm. but they are not compensating properly the people who are involved in these shows that make them a success. Right. That's the key word right there also that make them a success. Like the fact that they really feel like, oh, well, we should reap all the benefits. Mm -hmm. I've never understood also even with the awards. Like why do the producers get the awards and not the actual people who are in it. So like if you're an actor in a movie and the movie wins best picture, you don't get an award. (laughs) Only the producers do. You only get an award if you get nominated for your category, your category. Right. So she also talked about residual pay with the streamers. Residuals are like this. It's a royalty that Mm -hmm. you get paid every time your show airs. Mm -hmm. There's this myth that if a show (laughs) airs, that the residuals are going to be like car note payments. (laughs) So so, uh, when we get back, I wanted to go through some of my residual checks with y'all. And I wanted to speak to the reality around what it is to be an actor in the entertainment business, because there are a lot of misperceptions. And also, I think a lot of people don't understand what this strike really is about Mm -hmm. in relation to the labor force in any industry. And the fact that we are being exploited by a very small percentage of people who are reaping all the benefits for all the labor that is being done. So we're going to get into that when we get back right here to the Amanda Seals show, who is, which is hosted by Amanda Seals, who has been in the Screen Actors Guild since 1994. <laughs> the Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And this is the Amanda Seals show. We were talking about the Screen Actors Guild strike. Yes. Um, I also want to get into the songwriters because they're mm-hmm. saying that they next, um, because of course it still goes along the lines of how we doing the work and, and not we not getting a check. But speaking of checks, part of these conversations have been about the lack of residual pay. So residuals are royalties that are afforded to the people in, in the project that are at a certain level in the project. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a continual royalty for being involved in something that's continuing to gain profits right. through ads or whatever means. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people say things like, why do we care about this? Actors are rich. This is not a real thing. They need to get into the reality that uh, they're just like us low income people. Mm-hmm. Um, what do actors know about fighting for struggle? And so I just wanted to one remind <laughs> y'all No one ever anywhere until like these internets this week Mm -hmm. has ever said to me, if you're trying to get rich, be an actor. We know it's the internet. They love to, (laughs) they got a short memory. I'm like the, the, any Caribbean or any child of an immigrant right now is Mm -hmm. listening like, ha ha ha. When I told my parent I was going to be an actor, they were like, after you get your medical degree, right? Right. right. The arts in general. The The arts in general. It is a completely like un- inconsistent uh, field. And then I saw people saying things like, well, you know what you were getting into. You knew what you were getting into. So why are you, why are you all even striking? And it's like, you're missing the point. So I'm not even going to address that, but right. I want to go through some residual, residual checks for y'all from insecure. Okay. That's now on Netflix. So. That's now on Netflix. Uh, so here we go. $5 and 77 cents. Okay. $5 and 22 cents. That's like $11. Ooh, $27 and 82 cents. So yeah, like 31. $31 and 82 cents. 
three dollars and four cents. So about sixty-five. Two dollars and twenty-three cents. Sixty-seven. Uh, two dollars and sixty-six cents. Sixty-nine. Three dollars and sixty cents. Ooh, Seventy-one. All right. Uh, fifty-six cents. Okay. Just just 56. just fifty-six cents. Yeah, just fifty-six cents. Okay. Um, have I made my point yet? I mean, right now we only have about like. $71.56. So $4.42. Uh okay, this one was a 94. 94 okay, bucks. That's okay. that's okay. We that's did the, something uh, with that's that. The baby shower episode. <laughs> and then we're back with $2.22. <laughs> so I say all of that to say, y'all, this is a show that was How like, many checks was that? About <laughs> this was literally 15 checks, I think. Okay. But I just want to point out that this is an iconic show. Mm-hmm. That I was a series regular, which is like the highest level that you can be on the show. And this is what I'm getting for residuals. So when we talk about like $100, so when we talk about like, oh, you know, the actors are making so much money off of residuals and actors are rich. It's like, well, okay. also the reality is that you can book a part and then not book another part Mm -hmm. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get folks to understand that when it comes to the labor union movement, At the end of the day, there is a 1% in this country that is ruling everything and the folks that are actually doing the work on the ground that is affording them their millions and billions are not getting their fair share of the pie. And thus, every industry should be striking, including the songwriters. Yes, they're also, they've seen what the WGA has done, what SAG is doing. And there's an organization called the 100%ers that's trying to advocate for songwriters. And right now they're trying to figure out what's the best way for active songwriters to actually do a feasible strike without going broke. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said we must unite as a community and raise a strike fund. The money will support creatives to go on strike, withholding their labor to win, changing the business um, relationship between songwriters and record labels. They want to basically pull money and start working with about like 250 like working songwriters at, in the in the um, beginning and eventually like build out some more songwriters. So are, are they trying to form a union? Mm-hmm, like okay. more a more uh, established union because obviously right now because I'm right like we talk about this a lot. Music industry is very kind of just it's willy nilly. <laughs> it's very wild wild west. Yeah. Versus like SAG and um, WGA is very centralized. It's a centralized. Place. But I also want to point out that the WGA only has fifteen thousand members because it has so many requirements to get in. Mm. SAG has one hundred and sixty thousand members because it does have a little bit more leniency. Right. But just to remind everybody, like just because you're not in SAG doesn't mean you're not an actor. <laughs> so like being a working actor is one thing then to be in SAG you gotta pay dues right it's a whole thing right I hope this I hope this um, songwriters movement is successful because to find that out was really shocking and mm-hmm. ridiculous to me well we'd love to hear from you guys one eight seven seven five five eight. sorry one eight seven two six two six three two eight. that's one eight seven eight five five amanda 8 let me know if this is all news to you because right. I put this up on Instagram and people were like I had no idea Everybody on strike at this point. We'll be right back because we not. <laughs> right. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And now it's time for 60 Second Headlines. All right, first up, Amanda. Today, Monday, July 17th, is the last chance for y'all to claim your tax returns from 2019. I mean, I know that the pandemic was a doozy of a time, but y'all, don't let it get away from you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Also, HBCUs are now embracing for a flood of applicants in response to the Supreme Court's affirmative action ruling last month. What do you think that the HBCUs should be doing first to repair, to prepare? Well, actually, repair is a good word. (laughs) Housing. We need more housing. There you go. Place people lay their heads. There you go. there. There you go. Also, Houston, the Houston Health Department reported a syphilis outbreak with an increased 128% 128% amongst women in the city. We reported a, f- a couple months ago about an outbreak of the same kind happening in Mississippi. Uh, I don't know what's going down on the third coast, but strap it up. <laughs> please, please. Also, please. remember syphilis untreated causes sterility. Don't play games. And, and it also is asymptomatic in males, to my uh, recollection. And for women, it doesn't really show up in a lot of symptoms. So if you're out there, you smash and raw, please go and get checked. Please go and get checked. Thank you for the for the, for the PSA. And lastly, The weekend broke Michael Jackson's record as the highest grossing tour by a black artist. I mean, but is it the, is it the highest level? Mm, I don't know if it's Thriller. <laughs> That's been your second headlines, y'all. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk about the first city in the country to keep its promise to pay reparations to black residents. Plus, we got the big up let down. And I got to let you we know what, uh, what people keep letting me down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we got all that more coming up on the Indian Show. Don't move. Uh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Steele Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Happy birthday if today is your birthday. The cancer, our cancer time is is moving quickly. It's moving quickly. But uh, it is David, the the late David Hasselhoff's birthday. Do you know who David? He passed away. Wait, did he not pass away? (laughs) I'm like, wait, is he? Maybe. Hasselhoff. Isn't he a night rider? Or in like in like Baywatch. He no? is very alive, um, <laughs> and I apologize. He is very alive. He's seventy one years old. My bad, guys. You know who I was thinking of? Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah, ghost. Yes, they do kind of. They kind of look alike, actually. And they have just kind of like a an and like a. They were like men, <laughs> men's men. You know what I mean? Of the eighties. Yeah, the eighties. David Hasselhoff was, of course, on Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was before your time, long before your time. I've never seen Baywatch. I know it in culture, though. You know, you know, like the, yeah. the slow run, the red uh, swimsuit. Exactly. 
the so little she, floaty thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I've never seen an actual lifeguard use, but you know. Hey. <laughs> well, what do we got going on for this hour of Black Curat news? We're going to talk about the first city in the country to pay reparations to black residents, y'all. So maybe, maybe it's your city. Maybe, maybe you get in the check. Who knows? Pay attention. Also, Carly Russell, the young lady who went missing in Alabama, was found alive. We're gonna, I bet you guys on that story. Plus, we have your big up let down, Amanda. So we're going to find out why are you in, why why you feel like there's a letdown from the people this week or today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell y'all. You know, I have my feelings. Uh, and this is cancer season, so my feelings are big feelings. Big, big feelings. I can't wait to tell y'all about it. Also, remember, if you haven't listened to our show as a podcast, you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And that means that if you miss any of the show, you can go back and catch it. All right. But not like syphilis, which is happening very frequently in Houston. Don't catch that. Also, if you want to check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, we have Big Sean, rapper Big Sean. Shout out to Detroit. He is sitting with us on the pink couch this week talking about side effects of being a new father. Mm -hmm. You can check that out wherever you get your podcast and you can watch it at YouTube Amanda Seals TV alright we got more Black Hero news coming up next remember it's time to listen laugh and learn it's the Amanda Seals show Seals show. Hey, hey, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it's time for Black Your News. Let's drop in. All right. So, y'all, black residents of Evanston, Illinois, will be will finally receive reparations. So, the town of Evanston will be the first city in the U.S. to keep its promise of paying reparations to black citizens. So the Chicago suburbs expects to give $25,000 to each of their almost 140 residents by the end of the year. To qualify, the residents needed to live in Evanston between 1919 and 1969 and have been victims of discrimination in housing or be a direct descendant of a black person who did. The reparation talk at the federal level has been stalled, as you guys know, for years, but during the height of Black Lives Matter, um, things started to move again. For the city of Evanston, this work has been a work in progress since 2019 after committing to spending $10 million over the next 10 years toward local reparations. So I wonder what that 10 million towards local reparations looks like, because I'm trying to think 25,000 times 140. Okay. You You know, I don't, you know, I don't do math. So let's see. (laughs) 25,000 times 140. Yep, that's 3.5 million. So, so you got some more work to do. To yeah, I'm just like, what did the 10 million uh, get spent on and what is it going to be spent on? Because ultimately people have talked about when it comes to reparations that they don't just want it in a check, right? Mm-hmm. Like they want it in the form of like public programs, mm-hmm. in rebuilding like uh, communities, in resources, et cetera. Uh, in scholarships, especially right. now that we see that this whole uh, affirmative action scenario going down, they've got 6.5 million left over. I'm curious where that's going to be put. I'm also always curious about like the dollar amount. Like, right. how do they land at 25,000? Mm-hmm. Now, I have my theories, but I want us to bring in a, a specialist. So I'm going to get on that. But I want us to bring in a reparations expert because. So in my mind, it's like, OK, they're going to look at the median like value growth of the people who of white people who were able to get property during this time. Right. And then look at the also like income growth via tax returns right. of those people. Uh-huh. And then take that number and say, okay, by this number, what's the average okay. of this number? This is what I would do if I was doing right. it. What's the average <laughs> of this number? And then how do we evenly distribute mm-hmm. this quantity? 
Now, I don't know if that's a number that can be evenly distributed based on like the budgets, uh, like like Evanston's reparations budget. Right. But I don't know about you, but I just feel like twenty five thousand dollars ain't that much money. For this situation, for for housing discrimination, because at the end of the day, twenty five thousand dollars doesn't allow you to be able to get a house. Not at all. Not even a down, maybe a down payment on a house. Uh, unless if it's a twenty, if it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, I mean, and I they know. allow you to only put ten percent down because you have amazing, incredible credit. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I do think it's interesting that they did like I guess spot like that is as their um, catalyst for the reparations, like people who were discriminated in the housing. So that's also in California. Okay. That's like one of the actual discrimination. That's one of the points I think in the LA reparations pace, okay, case. Okay. So I wonder if they're going to go through like every kind of like tactic that was used to oppress black people to spend the rest of the money. I think one of the reasons why they started with this type of thing is for exactly what I was saying. Like mm. you can actually look at like how property has increased in value. How that has like mm. directly reflect how, how that's been directly reflected in like a community's ability to elevate and close the income wage gap. Versus like things that are more nebulous, like police brutality. Right, right. Cause like, what do we pay for lives that have been taken by discrimination? I don't know. I start running up some numbers and we can decide. We'll talk about it. We decide if it's good enough. Yeah. We, we, we're open for a discussion. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? one amanda 8 That's one 262 I'd like to hear from you. So give me a call. Let me know about reparations. I think this is a really great sign though. At the end of the day, it, it begins with one. Just one. It just starts. They didn't give reparations to the women who are the survivors of the Tulsa race massacre, and they should have. Uh, and so I believe they didn't do that because they didn't want to start the avalanche of, you know, how it should go, the domino effect. Well, Edmondson, Illinois, it looks like this could be the beginning. What do you all think? One eight five five Amanda 8. When we get back, Carly Russell found alive, the young woman who went disappeared on the uh, side of the road going to talk about it plus the big up let down it's time to listen laugh and learn on the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up the amanda seal show i'm amanda seals i'm jeremy like the bible so let's keep it going with some black hair news it's a big right. one let's do it so in case you guys missed it over 48 hours after she vanished in the highway in hoover in alabama carlithia carly russell was found alive. She went viral over the weekend because she was reported missing. Police learned that Russell was returned home on Saturday night. Um, earlier this week, on Thursday, the 25-year-old nursing student went missing after calling 911 to report seeing a three or four-year-old child walking along along Interstate 459 around 9:30 p.m. after leaving to grab leaving work to grab takeout. Carly was on, a, on her way home where she lives with her parents. Upon spotting the child, she called Hoover Police and then called her family to tell them that she was stopping to check on the child. Lieutenant Daniel Lowe of the Hoover Police said while on the road, Carly spoke to her brother's girlfriend who later claimed that they heard a scream from her and then lost contact with her, but the line remained open. The police arrived to the area where she was last seen and found um, her Mercedes still running along with her belongings, plus her wig and hat left behind. And they did not... Um, Found the child that she had reported seeing. Um, but thankfully, fast forward, like I said, 48 hours afterwards, she was found um, alive. So that was a lot of moving pieces, in case you guys. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a lot. I, you know, first and foremost, really happy that she was found alive and also really incredible just to see the way that community showed up yes. in amplifying her story mm-hmm. of her missing. I mean, I heard about this, uh, the same night, like, and it was sent to me by multiple people, various, uh, resource, various outlets saying, you know, you need to post this, you need to post this. I did. And it looks like that has, for what it's worth, for all we know at this point, 
may have been the catalyst to her release. Yes. Apparently, her boyfriend said that she was kidnapped. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, I don't know, I heard in some little corner of the internet that there was a ransom. I didn't hear that on the internet. Listen, I be in the comments. See, the thing about the internet too with things like this, when it's still like uh, fresh, fresh, or like they're still like investigating, people always add their two cents. Like, well, I heard, and my cousin, (laughs) there was apparently a guy on TikTok who was saying like he was her brother, but but apparently he wasn't really her brother. Oh my God. But he came back and was like, oh, when I said that was my sister, I meant my sister in Christ. I'm like, y'all will really hop on. Y'all are a mess. I also just feel like there's um, there's a lot of holes in this story. Mm-hmm. So people are going to start trying to fill in the holes. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the way the internet goes. And then, then you see people are like, don't don't make assumptions, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all, cut it out. <laughs> this is the internet. Why would we not? Like Everybody's just trying to like throw things out there. Because someone right. even suggested she might be schizophrenic. And this may have been an mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. And they were people were like, well, why? Why would her parents say it was something else? And the person was like, because a lot of people, especially black people, don't want to admit that their child is schizophrenic. Also, because it may be the first time and she's having an episode uh-huh. and she hasn't been diagnosed. But there's a million possibilities. Right, right, right. But that's also why when you don't tell us what happened, the internet will come with 511. Possibilities. <laughs> you know what, though? I also learned in this that apparently it is very common to use children to as bait for um, sex trafficking or for not sex trafficking, sorry, for kidnapping, kidnapping. or for, you know, yeah, human trafficking. trafficking, human trafficking. Then I saw someone add, well, it's not that they're using kids. They often use little people who are disguised as kids. What is going on? <laughs> Listen, it's a dark time. Every time I hear something that happens, like the underbelly, uh, he, the underbelly is like, I'll never forget. I went the to this down. screening for like this documentary that talks about stuff like that in like LA and lady was, there was one episode about like these things called ghost guns. Oh yeah. They like, make like guns or whatever like, yeah. off the internet. She's like, oh, this happened down the street. We like down the street from here. <laughs> from here. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, like the human trafficking. That's like all the way. That's like right here. That um, <laughs> I went to a documentary that Jeannie Mai. Shout out to Jeannie Mai, my former uh, co-host on the Real, had uh, produced about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And Devon knew one of the girls in the damn documentary. See, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Wait, I know who that is. She used to come to the studio." So you got to get in the car, lock the door. Listen, it's a doozy of a time, and uh, again, always keep your head on swivel. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for Black Era News. If you'd like to comment on this story, give me a call. What do you think happened with Carly? What do you think? Talk to me. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Because as we told you, nobody knows. So sky's the limit. Uh, we'll be right back with a big up, let down. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken. Buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 
It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for the Big Up Letdown. That's right. Today's Big Up, Big Up Letdown is happening. Okay, so the Big Up goes to the University of North Carolina, UNC. They recently announced that beginning in 2024, they will give free tuition to families that make under $80,000. Now that is a big deal. Also because, I don't know if you all know this, but this decision comes off the back of the recent Supreme Court affirmative action ruling. UNC was actually in the case, all right? They were the defendants in that case. They were directly involved with the Supreme Court's decision against affirmative action. The justices found that both Harvard and UNC quote-unquote, violated the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment due to their race-conscious admissions programs. They didn't. Um, and Katanji Brown-Jackson wrote an incredible dissent supporting the fact that they didn't. But in a message to the UNC community on Friday, Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz announced that starting with the class of 2024, tuition and fees would be covered by the university for those who fit the income criteria. He said, and I quote, we want to make sure students know financial constraints should not stand in the way of their dreams. So this feels like it is them trying to account for the fact that the government tried to shut down their actual efforts right. to you know even the field. He also followed up saying our responsibility to comply with the law does not mean we will abandon our fundamental values as a university. Okay, UNC. We like that. So UNC, you get a... Big up, big up. Now today's... Let down. Okay. <sighs> Y'all, I really feel like... Okay, Jeremiah. I really yeah. feel like I've really put out like a lot of work. Like more than I think a lot of other folks that have been in this field the same me same time as me do. Mm -hmm. Because I do a lot of independent stuff, right? Yes, yes. So I'm able to just like kind of churn out work. You a factory. Yeah, I'm here doing this show. I also do small doses. Mm -hmm. Then I do live shows with Smart, mm -hmm. with small, Smart Funny and Black as well as Stand Up, mm -hmm. right? Then there's also just my Instagram where I'm talking on the Instagrams. There's so many places. So much content. Where I feel like I'm actually doing like impactful content. Like I'm actually saying like interesting things, mm -hmm. smart things, funny things, etc. But do they ever show me love for that? <laughs> do they ever post that? <laughs> do they ever amplify that? No. What do they amplify? When I call two cornballs cornballs. That's what they two end up amplifying. Two cornballs in a pod. Two cornballs <laughs> in a pod. That's what they amplify. And I just want y'all to know, it's not that I'm like, they shouldn't say that. Because yes, I did say that. Mm -hmm. But I just get frustrated when that's the only thing that gets amplified. And I know that the game is like, well, yeah. People just want to click on conflict. They want to click on salacious headlines. So, Amanda, that's what's going to get put out there. But that doesn't mean I can't make it a letdown. Right. <laughs> it's a letdown to me that that's really what it ends up what it ends up being. And it makes it very frustrating to cons it just makes it frustrating that like I as a person, as a complete like artist and creative, like mm -hmm. do things that I only get like a point two credit for by like the grand black media space mm -hmm. in general. Well, I will say the people were sharing your uh your take on the strike that she posted. So a lot of people sharing that across my feed. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Thanks, so the, guys. So the people the people Thanks resonated. The people. Now the blogs, the blogs. The blogs. The, blogs will, go, the, the blog. blogs will go for my neck every time and be like, and but the problem is that, so if there's people who only see me on the blogs, mm -hmm. they really do only think that I am somebody who just says like bullshit. Crazy things. Yes. Crazy. Uh, so, you know, that's my. Let down. 
Of course, the other part of it is that the, lo- the blogs aren't listening to this. So they aren't. <laughs> this is just well, going. But this is just going to this is just going to y'all to understand my heart. You know, I'm a cancer. I'm sensitive. All right. Well, give us a call. One eight five five Amanda eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy. Like the Bible. So what do we got going on? Well, we're going to the phone lines, Amanda, because we love people that call us, you know, leave us a voicemail or call them on the topic that we're talking about. Also, we love when y'all check out our daily podcast. When y'all miss things, it's available wherever you get your podcast. Earlier in the show, we talked about the strikes going on, not just in the country, but in Hollywood with SAG after. Baby, I'm on strike. You're on strike. Like uh, as we speak. <laughs> right now. I am holding a picket sign. And we actually have a call from MC from Richmond who wants to talk about striking as well. So what's up, MC? Peace, Amanda. This is MC calling from Richmond, Virginia. And y'all were talking about the strike, impending strikes of people striking currently. I'm a UPS worker um, in Richmond, Virginia area. And at the end of the month, we're possibly going to be striking as of August 1st. All the protocols have been put in. Um, the drivers, whether they're tractor trailer drivers or package car drivers, so they're fine. They're not thinking about a strike. But the part timers' benefits and um, wage packages are supposedly in jeopardy. Um, and so a uh, strike may be impending. Uh, the management that's working in the buildings right now, they're kind of incompetent to do the jobs that we do. So it's really going to be a mess. And we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed day. Dang. Thank you. I mean, they got to do what they got to do. I, I I hope I don't got to order nothing. I was about to say, order your stuff now. <laughs> but I think people also realize too, like, a strike don't just happen. Like, there are, like, so many things before you get to a strike. Even with this, the SAG after we talked about earlier where you had, like, friends Dresher who were saying, like, we've been going to the table with these people, like, for weeks and months. Like, months? talking about this is what we want to do. And they decided we, we done talking to y'all. We done negotiating. So you are forced to kind of strike. you like, y'all aren't listening to us. We want, we, we want to work. I don't think anyone doesn't want to work for the most part. People will, especially in these fields, like, mm-hmm. you know, the arts, like people want to work because they want to do the thing that they love to do. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's so, I saw a lot of people kind of talking about this too, because with the actors, once you're on strike, you can't like promote your movies or your TV shows. Honey, Imagine getting your big break, Amanda. Right now. And you can't even promote the show that you want. That is crazy. That was the other weird thing too. Like there were so many rules that mm-hmm. came out, by the way, with the actor strike. Yeah. And a lot of them were like not actually fully fleshed out. So people started panicking like, we can't be on social media. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, I even had to make some phone calls. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold we got to do it. We got to do it. But I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not surprised that UPS and uh, the laborers are striking at UPS mm-hmm. because, again, this is a problem. We we heard about this with Amazon, with Chris mm-hmm. at Amazon. Uh, why am I forgetting Chris's last name? But the reality is that it's an epidemic mm-hmm. in this country mm-hmm. that the laborers are absolutely exploited. Yes, yes. And then you have Republicans who are like, exploit, exploit, exploit. Mm-hmm. So this is what it has to be. Strike, y'all. I'm with the strikes. Go ahead. Don't go to work. So my friend said that what if like everyone just stopped going to work? They got to do something. You know, there's also something uh, people have been saying like, oh, with the actors and the like writer strike, like mm-hmm. what if everybody just like took a, like uh, canceled their subscriptions to streamers yeah, and yeah. mass? I know that that if, if this thing don't move, that's gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. We gonna gonna have to start reading, hanging out, playing checkers. 
Yeah, game some night. Some board games. Let's Charade. get into it. Taboo. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Well, what? What? You know? Are you guys striking in your industries? Uh, I I know a lot. Of, I saw a lot of teachers saying they're striking. Nurses. If the teachers strike. Woo. The teachers. Listen. The teachers in Florida. I don't understand how the teachers in Florida have not struck yet, but. I got, I got to tell y'all, it's a real thing that we're seeing happening. This is not something to just like gloss over. America, for the most part, the laborers are waking up and saying, we're not gonna take it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show, where I will talk about Gabby Douglas, Olympian gymnasts return. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Um, tomorrow we will talk about the fact that Sexy Red like went and performed at a high school. Okay. Did she perform? Uh, what, I don't know the name of that song. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she performed at a pep rally. <laughs> and I want to hear from you all. Do you think that is okay? Or do you think that is inappropriate? Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-262-6228. Because let me tell you something. If, if we're on a school campus and you brought in somebody and the kids is literally in the Raptors like my blank. The, the kids are in the Raptors like my, my booty hole brown. Like it's my pink my booty hole brown like that's not something i feel like we should be encouraging like if the kids are singing it amongst themselves okay but i I, know they are yes but again i want to hear from you guys is this appropriate or inappropriate doesn't even matter is it just a good time 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 now today is july 17th and on this day in history civil rights leader and longtime congressman john lewis died back in 2020 at the age of 80. Good trouble. R.I.P. John. Good trouble. Also, Walt Disney opened Disneyland on this day back in 1955 in Anaheim, California. Did you know, I'm like 85% sure about this, if I'm recalling this correct. There was like a thing when Disneyland first like opened, it was like so hot that people were like, they were like sinking into the asphalt because it was like so hot in, um, in Anaheim? In Anaheim. That's trippy. Like the opening day of Disneyland was like a, a mess. <laughs> 
But now we look at it like, oh my God, the greatest place on earth. Yeah. Humble beginnings. Humble, humble beginnings. beginnings. But what do we got, guys? Because somebody came from humble beginnings to become an Olympic gold medalist. That is right. And it is Gabby Douglas. Because she has a big announcement. She might be hitting the mat again in 2024. Or 2023, really. Also, another insurance company is leaving Florida. But why? We'll talk about it. Plus, Side Effects of Being a New Father came out on Small Doses podcast this past week. So we yes, got to talk about it with your boy, Big Sean. Big Sean Don. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials. Remember, you can always call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's a lot going on in the world. And I want to know what's going on in your mind. Okay? So give me a ring. Even if it's just for advice. I'd be good at, I'm good at giving advice. <laughs> I am. I'm good at giving advice. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seal Show. What was I gonna say? Um, welcome back. You like that falsetto? I did, Whitney. Okay, it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it is time for some Black Hero news. Yes. So, guys, in case you didn't know, insurance companies are like leaving Florida. <laughs> That's right. And AAA is going not, is not going to be renewing their auto and home insurance policies for an undisclosed number of customers in Florida, joining a growing list of insurers dialing back their presence in the Sunshine State amid growing risk of natural disasters. The company says they are pulling away from Florida to quote many risk and catastrophe exposure. AAA is the fourth insurer over the last years that has announced that they have been backing away from insuring Floridians. Just last week, Farmers Insurance announced that they'll be pulling back from Florida as well. Ooh, don't be moving to Florida, y'all. Um, my mom lives in Florida. She told me today, not even knowing that we were covering this, that uh, State Farm is only insuring cars for six-month periods. Six months? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I don't like that. Okay, so let's talk about theories. Okay. <laughs> So I've heard people say uh, that really the insurance company lobbyists are like the most powerful after the NRA. I could believe that. And that essentially, if we really wanted to like push legislative arms about things that we'd have to like try and wield the inner, the insurance lobbyists hmm. in, in making that happen. So for instance, people were saying that like, if all black people got insurance policies, then we would absolutely see a change in the laws around police brutality, gun violence, et cetera. Got it. Okay. So I say all that to say that I think it's very valid to consider that there are reasons and catalysts having to do with this Mm -hmm. that are politically based that maybe aren't being vocalized. Okay. So I know that you had like a theory. Yes. And I have a theory. Yes. So let's theorize. Okay. So my theory is that it's funny that they're pulling back because of like environmental things. And like, obviously the, the, we had, we've had like very bad storm seasons and hurricanes and things in Florida and Republicans are usually the main ones talking about there's no climate change. What is climate change? I mean, Ron DeSantis is always calling everything woke. He's like the hurricanes are woke. (laughs) Listen, the water is woke. woke. The trees are woke. So it's like, almost like the chickens are coming home to roost in this sense. It's like, you want to deny climate change. Now it's happening in your state. And now it's impacting the people because they're like, we're leaving. We're not going to keep paying for these uh, houses and these these roofs that's uh, falling in because these storms are so bad because of climate change. My mom had a heck of a time finding insurance for her roof uh, last year because a lot of the insurance companies, before they pulled out altogether, Mm -hmm. had stopped insuring roofs. That's 
<laughs> the fact that you just stop insuring things is crazy. Well, that's crazy because they also require you, like the bank requires uh-huh. you to have insurance. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how does how does this work? Y'all need to get to the table. Can y'all get in the group chat and figure it out? Right. Thanks. Now here's my theory. Okay. Um, it's it's funny how Florida has all of these laws that have created a really chaotic mindset in mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to insurance, it's all about risk management. Right. Insurance is all about how do we actually insure people that are the least liable, that have the least liability. Well, to me, I'm not discounting what you're saying. I think that's very valid, but I think there's also something to be said for the fact that Florida now with this gun laws that you can basically have a gun anywhere, anytime, any place, we don't mm-hmm. have to have any kind of license. You don't have to have any kind of training, et cetera, accompanied with an overall culture shift that really is pushing discrimination that is pushing the stand your ground concept. That's really also just encouraging ignorance. Um, You put those two things together and it's a powder keg exploding Mm -hmm. and it makes it so that the environment itself is not safe. It makes it so that the environment itself is a liability. Exactly. So I feel like you put those two things together and Florida just looks like a show. Yes. I mean, this is what Rhonda Senses want. You want your, you want to have your free reign over the state? This is, their actions have consequences. Well, there's a great, this is a great example of like what it would be like if you ran the country. And I think that's <laughs> why he's firing a bunch of staffers and why they're really trying to hunker down on his campaign because he's mm-hmm. losing. He's losing to a full on criminal. It's crazy. I just want to note before we go, the insurance crisis is not the only crisis that Floridians are facing under his leadership. The state has become an inflation hotspot with more than double the inflation rate of the nation. Um, They're in the midst of a massive teacher shortage due to the governor's policy. Also, the NAACP, along with the United League of Latin American Citizens, has issued travel advisories to the state, as well as LGBTQ and human rights organizations as well. So. We got any Florida listeners? <laughs> Call us up. one 855 I heard y'all don't got tomatoes in Winn-Dixie because they said that the non-documented can't work. Hit me up. one 855 When we get back, we got more show for you. I got to talk about Gabby Douglas. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Because I didn't say that enough times. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. And it's time for some Black Eared News. We're going to talk about, I think they call her the Flying Squirrel at one point. Was that her nickname? I, w- I am not party to that. <laughs> I think that's her nickname and when she first came out in the Olympics. But Gabby Douglas, the first Black woman um, to win the Olympic all-around gymnast title, um, is taking aim at the 2024 Games. I, can I just do it? Can yes, I just do go it? ahead. Because you're, you're like <laughs> bubbling with excitement. Go ahead. Okay. So Gabby Douglas announced on her Instagram page that she is making a comeback. This is 12 years after her triumph in London in 2012, eight years after her last competition, which was the 2016 Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. She was on the same team as Simone Biles. Of course, Simone Biles won the all around. She also won other medals. The team won. I mean, it was a time. It was a time. Mm -hmm. She never formally announced her retirement, but she like started doing like like reality TV. She had like mass singer. She was like a motivational speaker. I even did like a panel with her on uh, like a Twitter chat room situation. She's now 27 for the record 27 in gymnastics is up there okay like Old that's lady. yeah that's like okay i'm wise i'm wise that's Cicely tyson on the on the bar <laughs> relax relax <laughs> she is the second olympic champion in recent weeks to say they're going to look toward paris along with of course simone biles i need y'all to understand we are about to witness the greatest gymnastics of our lifetime 
The Americans are not to be played with, okay? okay. The U.S. National Championships are going to be host to Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles, Jordan Childs, Shailise Jones, who got second at the World Championships last year, Sky Blakely, possibly Trendy Thomas, who won all of the tens and actually tied for the most tens in college gymnastics in the last season. Mm-hmm. She's thinking about coming back to elite, and I'm just talking about the black girls. This is just black girls. This is including Sunisa Lee, who is the last Olympic champion, is also coming back, as well as Jade Carey, who is the floor exercise champion. Y'all, do you hear my excitement? Because this is this is not a game. Like this is one of those things where it's like, sure, the country's about to be fascist, but (laughs) this right here, we can actually take joy in. We will come together as a proud American. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, Olympics is the only time we all come together. Like I'm proud (laughs) to be an American. How do you think they'll compare in your brain to the Magnificent Seven? Because I know you love them as well. Listen, the Mag Seven was a time. Also because there was actually seven people on the team. Mm-hmm. Like now the teams are much smaller. It's like mm-hmm. five people, three up, two down. So what three up, two down means is only you have five people, only three people perform on each apparatus. Okay. It changes like in the every Olympics. Sometimes they change it, but that's what it was for the last one. This is such a big deal also because there's a real actual possibility that this might be an all black team. Unless, I mean, again, Sunisa Lee and Jay Carey would have to like really uh, like fall out or God forbid have an injury. But like Gabby, Simone, Jordan and Shailise alone, beast. Okay. Beast. I love it. I love to see the black girls slip in. As a young woman who was doing gymnastics and only had like Betty Okino and Dominique Dawes, that's it. Mm-hmm. It is so just, it just warms my heart beyond like words to see this happen in gymnastics. Then we also have how gymnastics has now made its way into HBCUs Mm -hmm. and we have Talladega and Fisk University with programs. And we also have Brown Girl Gymnastics, which is an organization that really works to like bring unity amongst the brown girls in gymnastics. So it really is great to just see this growing and expanding. And I cannot wait for nationals. Y'all... Your girl, Simone Biles, did a Yurchenko double pike. And I know that means nothing to some of you, but (laughs) put it this way. They tried to ban her from doing it because it's so hard. They always trying to ban Simone from doing stuff. They always (laughs) trying to ban black women from doing things. Remember Surya Bonnelly on skates? They was like, you can't do a backflip on one foot. How dare you? The other white girls can't do it, so you can't. She was like... Yeah. I mean, the black girls are already dominating track and field over there. So well, it's like, that's every, all it's been. They finna take over the whole Olympics. They finna ban y'all in a minute. You'll be like, listen, what's no your favorite of action? In what's your favorite sport in the Summer Olympics? I like gymnastics and I okay. also like track and field. I like, those are my two. Those are the most exciting ones. Honestly. And swimming. I love the swimming too. When's black people, I like to watch them. I hear you. I hear you. But the swimming just be like, oh, y'all different. <laughs> like, y'all bodies are literally different. So, and I just like the, it's like, how are they gonna do it? Yeah, like the race yeah. to the finish. Well, that's it for Black Your News. Shout out to all my gymnastics geeks who are just as hype as me. We cannot wait. Uh, we got to tell you about the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, Side Effects of Being a New Dad with Big Sean when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it's time to get into our uh, Small Doses podcast episode of that's, this week. That's right. So this past week, you had Sean Dine. You know, that's one of my favorite rappers, actually. Lessons, 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 lessons. Um, on the podcast. He wasn't talking about rap, though. He no. was talking about side effects of being a new father. And he talked about what he wanted to actually pass down or teach his son in this episode. Let's mm-hmm. take, some, take a listen real quick. I want to teach my son confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something that I had to gain along the way as a man. Like, my confidence. I have it now. Where'd you get it from? What, what do you consider to be the source of confidence? Experience. Like, the experiences that I've gone through, believing in myself, executing, seeing something through or, or, you know, really just having the confidence to know my abilities as a human being, as a man. I have a theory about confidence. Yeah, okay. I want to hear it. <laughs> you want to share with the people your actual theory? I mean, you talk about an episode. I talk about the episode. Y'all got to listen to the okay. episode. Okay. Got to listen to the episode. It was really great having Sean on the show. Uh, I think a lot of people got to see just another side of him. If you, ha- He doesn't really do a lot of interviews. I was really honored that he was like, I'm going to come and talk about this for the first time on your show. Right. I've known Sean for 15 years. Uh, you know, he was like this underground rapper, really scrappy, trying to get it in New York. And I was out there interviewing folks. Like, I was interviewing Sean. I was interviewing Kendrick. I was interviewing Ooh. Schoolboy Q. Like, I was interviewing all the young all the young cats that is like a whole class of rappers right there it's shown up is Cuddy of this era so to speak J. Cole's probably like the only one that like, I did not get to actually interview yeah. um, and I think I've met him like one time in passing but I say all that to say that it was really a great interview also to just hear the growth right mm-hmm. and just see an example of a brother who really does have it all and could go a whole other route with this mm-hmm. but is choosing to go a route of wellness and of accountability and of just you know growth and empowerment so shout out to Sean dope episode to listen to check it out on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV or you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts all right remember new episodes drop every Wednesday next up we're gonna go to the phone lines we've been talking about strikes mm-hmm. I am currently on strike because I'm in the Screen Actors Guild and we are not having it they really wanted with AI they really were like okay here's how this is gonna work y'all will come in for one day we'll capture your likeness we'll pay you one time and then we get to use your likeness in AI in perpetuity for free rest of eternity (laughs) that's crazy I can't even but they said it with a straight face that's the funny part like what's wrong with this of course (laughs) of course you should be okay with this madness well we're gonna get into more madness because other folks are talking about strikes too when we get back to the Amanda Seals show the Amanda Seals show we up we up we up Hey there, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. And Amanda, you know, we've been talking about striking all day. Early in the show, we talked about the SAG um, strike that's currently happening. You're currently on strike. And people have been calling us in and talking about their strikes. So we're actually going to go to the phone lines. If you want to call us, y'all remember, you can call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's talk to Tiffany from Ohio. What's up, Tiffany? Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Uh, This is Tiffany. I am calling from Ohio. Um, But I wanted to kind of chime in about the strikes. I am a part-time UPS uh, worker package handler um and it's getting a little iffy out there they're already starting to practice picket lines outside i've never been through this before like i've only been working there for just over a year 
Um, so I'm like, do I have to show up and do I have to participate? Do I have to stand out here in this hot? Can I just bring them water? So um, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm anxious to see. Uh, but the crazy part or unfortunate part about it is like UPS was my second job and I just got laid off from my full-time job about a month ago. And uh, yeah, I'm on a severance package, but that's going to run out pretty soon. So it, this is this whole thing is annoying. Um, but anyways, I love your show. I love your content and keep it up. Thank you. Thank you, Tiffany. I mean, MC from Richmond who also was, yeah. said the same thing at UPS. What's going on at UPS? What's happening? The same thing that's happening everywhere. You know what right. it is, too? So in my, I did a video on Instagram where I talked about this, and I'll play it in the PSA at the end of the week. But ultimately, it's just capitalism. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, it's just going to implode on itself because it's not built as a structure to support right. everything that it is required to do in order to exist. Mm-hmm. Like capitalism as it is right now, if you think about it, it's as if it's built on a bunch of um, toothpicks. Like think of the, the laborers as toothpicks, right? Okay. However, the toothpicks are like being weighed down by all the money that's at the top Mm -hmm. that's being enjoyed by just a few people at the top. Mm -hmm. But all that money could be used to like prop up the toothpicks. Toothpicks could lean on that money. Right. Like it could serve to bolster the toothpicks. Mm -hmm. But instead, it's only being carried at the top and it is weighing the toothpicks down. You know why? Why? Because they keep requiring more work. Yes. They keep requiring more work so they can get more money. Mm -hmm. So you're not strengthening your workforce. You're not bolstering your workforce, but you're demanding more of them exactly inside barbara i saw this earlier we also america is like in the midst of like not a hunger uh what's uh, not a hunger epidemic but the sense that there's a like what epidemic a hunger like oh. uh there's so much like food insecurity in our yeah, country yeah and like i watched i read that i read an article and watched a video about this i'm like in the midst of like these strikes happening people can't eat it's we're like in a so low-key much, depression it's so much going on they haven't said it but we're in a low-key depression right. like marjorie idiot green the other day was like you know uh biden is trying to be like lbj and create you know programs for food and for welfare and for the people and you know he's gonna be a copycat and it's like don't threaten me with a good time i mean y'all be, y'all be trying to copycat ronald reagan every other day and he ain't nobody to be mimicking at all, all apparently right. apparently he was like the uh sag like president at one point and was helping like with unions and then when he became the president he was like one of the biggest union busters and we saw like, a big drop in like union um support under his administration and like years after the fact he got like all these people who were like air traffic controllers like fired and like banned them from from government work from work because they striked and then they got overturned by like Bill Clinton. It was like a whole thing. I've seen seen this video. Where did you see that? Send I me saw, that. I said if it's another reason to not like Ronald Reagan, it's like every day. Send me that, please. Crazy. Y'all, it's the Amanda Steel Show. We've been having a good time. We got six second headlines and your big up let down when we get back. So don't move. The Amanda Steel Show. We up. We up. We up. Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. We've had some dope callers today that like really were 
like sharing with us about them going on strike with UPS. Mm-hmm. They also packages. were saying that they really like the show. That made me feel good. Yes. I'm just get y'all packages. They're going to strike by August. They're going to strike to get their packages, uh-huh. as in their healthcare and yes. their PTO packages, and we're not going to get our actual like packages, mm-hmm. packages. So, anywho, uh, before we get into the rest of today's show, it's time for our word of the day. Okay, let's do it. Okay, word of the day is cogent. Not to be confused with Kojak. Or Kojik, the the religious denomination. I did not. Oh, okay. Yes, the I church heard of, that. Yes. Church of God in Christ. I'm like, what does that stand for? Oh, that's what that stands for? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Shout out to y'all. Uh, but Kojint, it sounds like tangent, like in, uh, in, in math or algebra. Mm. Uh, ten, cosine, that whole thing. Okay. So, I don't know what it means to, 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 to Well, you know what? You usually use things that Co-gen. sound. So, oh. you you are, you have said before that, like, you use words that sound similar mm-hmm. to guide you to what a possible meaning could be. Well, so, think about this. Okay. If tangent, do you know what a tangent is? Yes. What? <laughs> like to go on a, a, a drawn out um, lament to lament about to. To go in another direction. Yes. So, if a tangent is in the other direction, what could a cogent, knowing what co means, what does co mean? Um, like to assist, to be in, in in tandem with something, to be in alignment with something. Okay. And then you're sharing gent. So if tangent meant something with direction mm-hmm. and co means something like in terms of like unity. So same direction. I think that can help you get to it. To go in the same direction is coaching. Well, so the word actually means something that is very clear and easy for the mind to accept and believe. Okay. It's convincing. Okay. Okay. I see what you, I see. We, we're almost there. But do you see what I'm saying? I got off before the train, got to, <laughs> got to the station. Uh, I was trying to be, I was trying to give you a very cogent uh, explanation yes. of the actual word, but I don't think I did my best. But that's um, good though. I feel like that's how you like learn stuff. Like when you see words in, in life, you're like, how can I break this down to know about Well, you should. Meaning? Yeah, we yes. should. You would hope. We would hope. <laughs> Call us up and use cogent in a sentence. C-O-G-E-N-T. Something that is very clear and easy for the mind to accept and believe. In other words, convincing. Mm-hmm. It's an adjective. Okay. All right. What do we got coming up this hour? We got to talk about these unconvincing politicians and politicians are the darndest things. Plus, we have 60 second headlines coming up this hour and your big up let down. Can I ask you real quick? Uh, how did I know that was adjective? Because it's describing something. Hey, hey. Teaching the people. Teaching the people. Yeah, I'm using all parts of my brain today. I'm like, how do you know it's an adjective? How do I know? <laughs> That's my academic bag. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get in that. You was an actual teacher though, so. Teaching English. It was like, ooh, I know these things, but like, it's in a different part of my brain. I don't think I knew you taught English. Oh, you taught ESL. Yes, yeah. I did know that. All right. Well, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Just search the Amanda Seals show. All right. Keep it locked. Next up, politicians say the darndest things. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here at, like I said, the Amanda Seals show. Happy Monday to everybody out there. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And it is time for Politicians say the darndest things. All right, y'all. So we got to talk about. Do we have to? We have to. It's the segment. It's the segment, Amanda. We got to talk about 59 year old. Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, Winsome Earl Sears, a black woman who appeared on Fox News, y'all, of course, and had this to say about Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson's dissent in the case against affirmative action in colleges and universities. 
What you have is a justice who was chosen because she's black and because she's a woman. Uh, you know, that's what we're understanding now, what a woman is. And Martha, while we're playing these stupid games, I'm saying that education and the lack of it in America is risen to a national crisis. China is not playing these stupid games. China is interested in total world domination, and so is Russia and the rest of them. Okay, not only should Katanji Brown Jackson find her and give her a swift smack to the face, <laughs> like keep my name out your mother- mouth. Right. But let's talk about false equivalencies. Okay. She's talking about China. Mm-hmm. What China got to do with America? World domination. So here's the thing. I'm not saying that China does not have other ethnicities Mm -hmm. and other groups. Okay. Like we know about the Uyghur people of China, which they actually have put in concentration camps and have really tried to like keep down. But China does not have a remotely similar history to what America has. Mm -hmm. America and its use of slavery to to build the wealth of America is a besmirch upon this country that has never been properly dealt with. Okay. Yes. Then we follow that with Jim Crow. Mm -hmm. We follow that with the prison industrial crisis. Mm -hmm. So to suggest that's just what happened to black people. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about black people. (laughs) Just so y'all, we're not even so much other things happen in between to everybody else. But go ahead. So thank you for pointing that out because people also think affirmative action is just for black people. Mm -hmm. So this fool lose some. uh, (laughs) She is suggesting that we should ignore all of that to chase world domination like China. (laughs) Also, let me point out, mm-hmm. China is a communist government. I mean, that's what they're trying to be over here. Uh, fascism, communism, they're trying to do everything. At the same time that they consistently try and shade China mm-hmm. for in communism. Like they're constantly like, we could never be communists. This is ridiculous. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. Commies, all that stuff. So it's like, don't let the wool be pulled over your eyes. And the last thing I'm going to say is, we are absolutely watching education be completely gutted. So, ma'am, yes. what are you even talking about? Right. There isn't any effort in this country made to build education up. It doesn't start at the college level. At all. It starts with the kids. Y'all focusing on woke this and woke that and no, don't say gay and don't let my child go see Little Mermaid. All type of nothing <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with it. And you know what the Chinese kids are doing? Algebra. Mm-hmm. Reading books. I mean, they, got, they probably do got some banned books over there now and go act like it's communism. They got banned books. But that's where y'all headed. Y'all want to be like China. They, they want to be like China. We headed that way. <laughs> Listen, I just, this woman is uh, a coon of all the coonest degrees. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, when we are talking about coons, it's not just the ones who are like on the internet being extra. Like, these mm. people actually be in power. Yes. And they are empowering the same white supremacist factions that want to see you have nothing. Nothing. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremiah, I like the Bible. Before we go, did you ever watch Mickey Mouse Club or was that before your time? Before my time. <sighs> my brother actually sent me a clip of the Mickey Mouse Club like two days ago. Was it Britney Spears? It was uh, Justin and Ryan Gosling singing. Killing it. <laughs> Let me tell you about how the Mickey Mouse Club was a freaking time. I didn't make the Mickey Mouse Club because they said I was too young. Why you auditioned? Oh, hell yeah. I sang, uh, I love your smile. And I sang End of the Road. They said I looked too little. I can see that. 
You could see me looking too little. Yeah. Yeah. But a, but your girl had the pipes. <laughs> I made it all the way to the last round. Literally, it was like me and two other people. Oh my god, that's like a different uh, universe pathway, isn't it? You would have been a pop star. I would have been such a good pop star with the headset mic. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. With your mid drift out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a time. That was a time <laughs> and some clogs. All right. Well, <laughs> well uh, uh, that was. By the way, we don't give enough props to the fact that JC Chazé from NSYNC was blowing back then. I mean, people do say he technically... He's the better singer. He's the better singer of the instant Let's get it together. Whoa, whoa. Was my favorite MMC song of all time. It was my favorite. And then it just like disappeared. And then I could never find it on LimeWire and Napster. LimeWire. And now in the age of the internet, I was able to finally rediscover Let's Get It Together. Oh my God. It goes right perfect on my playlist with Jordan Knight's... <laughs> Please. It goes perfect on my playlist with Jordan Knight as well as the Backstreet Boys. So, anywho, what do we got? Uh, what, do we, what did we talk about today? We talked about a lot. We talked about the first city in the country to keep its promise to pay reparations to black residents. Maybe you know that I'll give it to you. Works perfect. It does. So that's Evanston, Illinois. We also talked about Olympic gold medalist Gabby Douglas making her comeback. Comeback season. All the black girls coming back. They said, I want it. No, you know what they said? What? Back streets, back. All right. And then the Hollywood actors, they're not back. They're actually with the screenwriters. Because you guys are on strike. You know why? Why? Because we want it that way. Tell me why. Listen, y'all, it was a great show. Mm-hmm. We talked about a lot of things, and we want to hear your thoughts on all the things. So make sure you go and check out our show wherever you get your podcast. If you missed it, it's no sweat. Go back, check out the show, and give us a call. one 855 8 That's one 262 And tell us your thoughts. Coming up on Tuesday's show, we'll have all your Black Hurt news, the big up, let down, six sick of headlines, all of that and more because you know this is the Amanda Seal show we always gonna give you everything that you expect and a little something extra remember we are each other's business when we look out for each other we lift each other up the Amanda Seal show